0: Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Led by Life. We're your hosts. I'm Rafaela. This is Hannah. And it's been a few weeks since we've recorded. And so here we are. Yeah, we're back. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Hannah and I met roughly around a year ago you were sharing that with me and we met in a human design um circuitry workshop and we just instantly clicked and we're both manifestors in human design and we've just really loved all of the different parts of human design and the gene keys and talking about it and kind of doing like a deeper dive so that's that's what we're here to kind of explore and journey through and this week's episode is Going through the 20th gene key, the 20th gate in human design. And yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> <I got it. laughs> you know, it's been a it's been a little bit, you know, so coming back into it, um, it's feels new again
1: almost mm-hmm. in a way. And both of our lives have felt a bit hectic lately which is interestingly one of the shadow frequencies of this energy um isn't it hectic yeah yeah it is hectic (laughs) um and so it's just again funny how these things seem to align or there's always some sort of synchronicity with our life experience and then whatever we end up talking about on the podcast and um Yeah, I've just felt really – like life has been really chaotic lately. Mm. Do you feel like chaotic and hectic are different? Uh, Chaotic, hectic. I don't know. Maybe they're used a bit interchangeably, Mm -hmm. but they probably do have a different frequency to them. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I feel like hectic. I can't remember exactly, you know, what what's shared through the gene keys um of the shadow this shadow expression, but I feel like hectic is more so of this frustration almost. Like too much going on. Not like that, they're not unnecessarily, but that mm-hmm. it's just
1: too much yeah and it it's really interesting that the so the shadow is superficiality which you wouldn't really I probably wouldn't normally correlate you know or or relate superficiality with hecticness or chaos Mm -hmm. or um busyness but it's interesting because he talks about superficiality being like the lack of space for consciousness to come in. So it's almost like this kind of superficial, this small container for for consciousness to come through. And it really does make sense when you contrast it with the higher frequencies, like the, the gift of, remind me what the gift is? Self-assured. Um, self-assuredness. Again, that doesn't really, like the word until you dive a little bit deeper deeper it doesn't really seem to kind of relate but the city of presence like I do I think of this like big spaciousness that Mm. comes with present and it's like this big space for consciousness to come through and I really like how he compares the shadow frequency to like insects and the busyness of the insects so tell me a little bit about like what kind of came out for you? Well, to be really? honest,
0: I read it <laughs> quite a while ago. Um, but I, one of the things I just remember was feeling as if I really related, even though I don't have it defined in my chart. Hmm. And I Thank feel you. like that's because it comes out of the throat center, which both you and I have defined. So it, it, in that sense, it was it was interesting, but yeah, going back to what you mentioned of like him, des- Richard Red describing like the how it relates to to an insect, I almost thought of it like being a very intelligent, complex system, and yet it's still so simple, mm-hmm. like the life of an insect it's not superficial, but on a certain layer, it's, if we could were to like compare it with humans, it's, it doesn't complicate it. I don't know, like they mm-hmm. don't have a complexity and in that, but yet they do. So I'm being like very contradictory in what I'm saying, but again, like, you know, I was saying it was something about this one remind I think I'm remembering now that there was something about how like it really can't be intellectually understood right so again it's very interesting right how I'm sitting here trying to like Mm -hmm. explain or articulate what it is that I have like taken in from from the gene Keys perspective of the 20th frequency however I do know that on a like on a visceral level, reading through this gene key, I felt very much like I related because it talks about, um, I guess when I think of superficiality, I think of the opposite of, of depth is what really comes to me. And then there were some qualities in here about trust and surrender um, and patience and all of these things that kind of make up the ring or something like that i can't even really remember and i was like okay yeah i feel like these are a lot of like qualities that i really i really try to practice to bring into my own life so in in that sense i i related and also it being something that comes out of the throat center i felt like i could see how this presence comes about with a lot of the different things that I embody or express when I speak. So again, it was just something that I more so felt.
1: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I related to like the busyness or perhaps my perception of this, uh, would you call it like an analogy of the insects or you know, this example of like the busyness of insects and this idea of superficiality being it's almost like it seems like just taking action for action's sake and the action's not really yeah that uh yeah, it lacks depth, it's not all that like important. It's just this busyness and I think that maybe another reason why we relate to it so much is that we see it so widespread in society like we see how like this pressure to be and I know it's not coming from the root of the sacral but it just like feels like this kind of need to be doing stuff all the time and to be keeping busy right well I mean if you
0: think about it you're right it's not really a pressure center but it is like the center in which everything is meant to be manifest through Mm. yeah and so in some sense it almost does still carry this quality of pressure of like something being like
1: pushed out of the you know yeah yeah, and like it shows the shadow of humanity that still exists, where we mm-hmm. it's like this lack of trust in allowing life to flow and feeling like this sense of or this perceived sense of control of our mm-hmm. lives by like worrying about little things and focusing on the little things and getting caught up in busyness and action because of this fear or this lack of trust in life just flowing and things coming to us as they need to and um, like life taking care of us. That was kind of what I got from it. And then you look at the, it it almost only really makes sense when you look at it as a whole, like from the the shadow and the the city Mm -hmm. kind of see the contrast between the different frequencies because presence really in its purest form is just this complete trust and ability to be with the present moment right
0: you know you kind of reminded me of how like in the time that we had to reflect on this for this episode I had found myself in some I wouldn't say that I felt well hectic maybe but hectic with a whole lot of unnecessary, unnecessary like hecticness of the of the mind really and and so in, in the last couple of weeks I've just kind of been um still feeling this unsettledness with going through such a big change in life and like feeling as if um this thing that I'm doing how can I change it around so that it fits for a a future experience and just kind of like getting a couple steps ahead of like really where I need to be and allowing that to kind of give me some some worry and maybe yeah like doing things um not from the right action, yeah. not necessarily taking that right step. And and I've just kind of been able to observe that a little bit more. And so it's interesting because as I was reading this and as I'm reflecting back, even on how I've kind of like noticed myself navigating through life most recently, the one thing that always brings me back to just being more, At peace is bringing myself back to like the present moment, which you and I talk a lot about. I feel I feel like each time there's just more and more acknowledgement of how impactful being present and being mindful Mm. really is for us, especially if we're like finding ourselves doing or trying to fill spaces and time just because
1: we can't be still yeah well I noticed myself just like just take a deep breath (laughs) and like the breath he even talks about it being you know as you move into this the gift and the city state you kind of do relax into the breath and um your breath like expands or deepens Mm -hmm. and breath is like our entry point into the present moment you know it's it's what really brings us back coming back to our breath and and I think we talked you or you even just mentioned before about the mind getting caught up in the mind and he did say as well like we're moving away from this mental state that we've been caught up in um and moving into this solar plexus energy the energy of the solar plexus so I think it is all relevant even regardless of which energy center this um gate sits in it's all relevant and you said something really profound to me the other day I don't know if you really realized it (laughs) but you said to me something like I'm noticing how I'm stressing over things that don't unnecessarily like you're noticing that you're getting caught up or you're making things more stressful than they need to be I think that's what you said and then I recognize that in myself after you I had this awareness after you mentioned that and I just have to keep coming back to like where am I right now Mm -hmm. life asking of me right in this very moment and it almost dissolves that stress that unnecessary stress through just like coming back to the present moment.
0: Yeah.
1: And it really is a practice. I
0: just, I don't think <laughs> like when you say it's a practice, it's almost like I go into like a time portal of, of how I have journeyed through meditation practices that are more calm and still and breath work and being more easeful or trusting or patient. And it really does take like repetitive action Mm. in order to allow this to be just more present in, in your life. And I was actually sharing with a friend today that I... In that same time that I was talking to you about me making things harder for myself and just being so acutely aware of it, I kind of like blurted out all of my thoughts and everything to another friend of mine. And I think that that's what ended up kind of giving me this ability to step back and then share that reflection with you. I kind of like just said it all out where I was with no judgment and just let it be. And I kind of came to this realization that like, wow we can overthink the shit out of things (laughs) and i told my friend i was like i actually feel like my overthinking has been so much better than it was years ago because i could think through things or think over things around things like just way too much way too much. Um, and I I feel that that was maybe it, it's a gift. I, I feel like obviously having a defined Ajna, I, I have this just you as well, this ability to conceptualize and analyze and have opinions and ideas. But again, mm-hmm. it's not always serving me if I turn that around to, towards myself. And mm-hmm. so it's just really nice to be able to reflect on how much progress I've actually have made and catch mm-hmm. myself in it so much quicker. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah, and even in today when I I feel like I woke up and my mind was just going and I can notice like should I do this or do I want to do that or th-? and my body didn't really want to get out of bed. So I didn't, I slept, I like almost quieted my mind down by going back to sleep. And when I woke mm-hmm. up, I took the most immediate next right action that was meant for me. I didn't need to do any more or any less than what I did. I woke up, I meditated, I left and I went to work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I I felt so much better than when I had originally woken up and was just, like, letting, like, everything kind of, like, consume me and feeling like I was making it more complicated of, like –
1: but I I hadn't, like, even, like, got out of bed yet. Yeah. We overcomplicate it so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really what the shadow speaks to, like, overcomplicating life. And he even mentioned something about, you know, we – have this nostalgia with the good old times and we think, you know, when life used to be so simple but mm-hmm. it's like we do kind of romanticise this idea of life being really simple but actually back then we weren't as evolved um, and we didn't have as much like conscious, you know, we weren't as conscious and we weren't, um, it was more, um, I feel like I'm not explaining it very well, but it was more like barbaric times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like simple. We weren't overthinking as much perhaps. We were more instinctual, but we also were were very um, animalistic or like simplistic in that sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I get this feeling, and I'd be interested to hear your thoughts as well, but I get this feeling like, wait, we, we are going back to simple times, but we're going back to simple times with this, evolved consciousness and awareness and so it, it's it is more presence it is more um, mindfulness or more um all of this psychic or the higher frequency states we're kind of moving into mm-hmm. but it is also going back to simplicity as well did that kind of make sense
0: <laughs> yes because i know what you mean mm-hmm. you know it, in the sense of like, what comes to me immediately is us not necessarily feeling like we have to do things, do more than what we're doing right now. You know, I was just kind of looking over and the the human design gate is called the gate of the now. And this is one of those gates that actually connects to, was it three different centers in in the uh so it's like part of like the integration channels where Mm. the this gate 20 connects to Mm. sorry yeah this gate 20 connects like three different parts Mm. in the in the chart but what I'm saying is like it's the gate of the now Mm. and I think ultimately like anything that you're doing in that moment is the is really the only thing you can be doing in that moment. So if I'm constantly trying to like do this thing and do this thing and and fill my time with this thing, then when I think about it, and the first word that came popped back up for me was this idea of superficial, like Mm -hmm. nothing's really thought out or thought through, or it's just kind of like this immediate conditioned response to feel like, let me do this now, But on top of doing this now, I have to do all of these other things now. And Mm. to bring it back to like this analogy of the insect, an insect isn't necessarily saying like, let me carry this piece of food and build my house at the same time. And he refers Mm. to the insects and in nature in this, in the sense that they have this deep intelligence to know like they don't have to do Mm. They just have to be. And you know, like that's something I feel like I've worked a, worked with a lot recently. And it's always just in the present moment where I recognize like, oh, that this is coming up. And it's mm. just it's just constantly moment by moment. And mm. so i I feel that sometimes people, you know, like when people say that like they're really great at multitasking, Yeah. I always want to laugh. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not here to say that you can't do three things at the same time. Maybe Mm. you can, and maybe some people work very efficiently, but I feel like kind of back to one of our previous discussions, what if that's always also like what's leading us to burnout or just like always constantly
1: tired or just overworked mentally? well, what's it all for? Like what are we trying to achieve by doing so much at once? You know, like sure you can feel like you're more productive but we, I think we know that when we're really focused and present with one thing, it's always going to be done uh, to to a better, to the best of our ability if we're just focused on what is. And, you know, I, I talk about this a lot with my meditation students is this idea, like this feeling that people have that slowing down will slow them down, will slow down their progress. And Mm -hmm. I often say, like, when we are so busy and we're rushing, that's when mistakes happen. That's when we, you know, I notice it myself when I spill things, when I'm not being present. And I know (laughs) I've talked about this before. Like, I have a tendency to spill things. And it's always when I'm distracted or I'm not fully present like when I'm really dropping into this presence it's so intentional our action is so intentional and this is where we can really like take that right action that he talks about the um, I think it's it comes from the Buddha this Mm -hmm. notion of right action and I just love this because it's like we're always going to see what needs to be done in the moment if we can loosen our control loosen our grip and let life show us what's the next thing what's the next right action and that's just just feels so much more intentional and like you can just relax into knowing that you don't have to rush around doing trying to do all these things at once and Yeah. um, yeah this is where injuries happen this is where mistakes happen some of the women that i work with um are on a fitness journey and so they're you know working out in the gym and you have to be so focused when you're lifting weights or when you're doing some sort of like exercise and this is where yoga is like such a beautiful practice of a moving meditation because it's really inviting in this presence and sinking into connecting with the breath, connecting with the body, focusing on what you're doing and um, yeah like yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I noticed that the both of us have the have this thing and maybe tell me if I'm wrong for you, but like we'll we'll talk and then that will be the end of the sentence. But there's, <laughs> nothing <else.
1: laughs> there's nothing else to say, Yeah,
0: um, you know, my friends used to tell me how like I was this is they were obviously being sarcastic but that I was a great storyteller because I'd get to this part of Emily like just that's the end of the story <laughs> <And they're laughs> like, wow great story Rafa <laughs> um but you know so as you were speaking I was this moment like came back to me of the other day where for whatever it was like I had gotten into a moment where I was like intensely annoyed, intensely annoyed, almost angry, but not really, but I was just very annoyed. And I just knew that like, I couldn't speak and I was trying to be as present with it as possible. Mm -hmm. And so, so I was just there and I realized like that this emotion was clearly present and it needed to it needed to do something and me being like an open emotional I have to just let the feeling like whether it's coming from me or the outside like I have to just feel the feeling like the full course of it and then I'll be fine it's almost kind of it kind of um scares people actually a little bit uh because it's almost like I can go from one end to the other super fast um or like back down to like neutral Mm -hmm. really fast and so anyway so this thing was going on and I I was like okay fine I'll just lay on the couch and I laid on the couch and I put my head down and I just kind of like had some breaths and I realized like that I just I just feel like I feel annoyed and I'm kind of like upset and for me that usually turns into like me crying I'm the big cry baby, like <laughs> most emotions on that scale like, <laughs> will usually lead to me being in some tears for the most part um, sometimes. And so I just, I needed a few minutes to like literally let the tears just flow and then express, just say what it is that this emotion was like, where it was coming from and just like acknowledging it. That's really it. And then after that, it was fine Mm. and I've just been recognizing of like how each moment it when you're kind of like brought into a new emotional shift or experience it's just kind of reflecting something to you to that moment and I've learned that for me the best thing to do is like like let it out somehow whether it's like typing it crazily in my phone or just like venting it out loud to myself or in a voice note or to a friend Mm -hmm. almost like the same thing that i had shared with you like earlier in this episode of talking to a friend and just kind of like non-judgmentally allowing myself to like blurt out whatever needs to come out and then i like shared a little bit with you and i walked around the block and i was fine Mm -hmm. you know it's like but if I would have let that carry it into the in, into like f- further moments, I just feel like I'd be stuck, and I don't like that feeling. Like for me, I don't like carrying things to the next moment that don't need to be there. I mean, this is just a personal preference of mine, but I feel like this is where those concepts that he um, that he illustrated, such as cultivating trust and patience and surrender. I'm just going to read it because it's just so beautiful. It says the 20th gift can only be cultivated through trust, patience, and surrender, none of which are techniques. As such, self-assurance is based upon a philosophy of allowing everything to come to you rather than going out and chasing life down. It is because of this, that divine laziness, that the 20th gift is the real foundation for inner relaxedness. Mm. And that's what I feel like, if I, I was able to trust that moment, I didn't concoct this big, deep distrust with with quite honestly, like my significant other. I didn't mm. do that. Or with the situation in which we are, which are, in which we are like, yes, it had a lot to do with where I am in life, but I didn't immediately like react and reject everything that's right in front of me. I was given patience. I gave myself patience. (laughs) I surrendered to that feeling that was really, really inside of me, like in my emotions, in my body. Mm -hmm. And, and then I was relaxed.
1: (laughs) And what happens is that it passes and then the next moment comes and then the next moment will show you what needs Tending to, like, this is what we can really learn from presence. I think, and dropping into the present moment is that whatever needs to be tended to in the present moment will appear. And so, if we can be present with it, not stuck in the past, what has happened, or caught up in what is coming, if we can just be present with what is, then life will show us what it wants us to tend to. And maybe that is an emotion that needs to be felt. And I had a really similar experience the other day as well. Like I had this overwhelming sense of anger Um, and I'm really learning to own my anger. You know, I think we've really been taught that anger is a negative emotion and um, I can understand why, like it can be scary when you're in the presence of someone who's angry and, you don't know what's going to manifest or come out of that anger. Um, I understand that, but, you know, I'm also owning that like my anger isn't something that I need to be afraid of or ashamed of, and it's just a communication. It's a communication that something is getting in the way and there's some form of resistance and, I think that really is what the the anger, the knots. They call it the not self, but I don't even really like that term, like the not self of anger, mm-hmm. because it's just so. It's just showing me it, there's so much for me to see in that anger. I just yeah. need to be with that feeling. I just need to be with that feeling, and I took myself out of the apartment when I was feeling it, and I went to the park and I took my shoes off and I and my socks and I put my feet on the earth because that is all I felt like I could do in that moment and I just sat with that anger and then I just felt better (laughs) Um, but what happens is if we push that emotion down because we feel like we shouldn't feel it we feel ashamed for feeling angry we feel afraid of our anger or whatever the emotion is it gets suppressed and then it's going to come up it gets bottled up and it's going to come up and come out in some kind of who knows what action it? yeah 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 but in that moment all I had to do was tend to my anger with love mm-hmm. and just be with it and tend to myself like it's okay that you're feeling angry right now just breathe come back to your breath breathe get your feet on the earth. that's okay yeah
0: it
1: okay is. and I, I can see now like why I've been feeling more emotional lately. Like even just talking this out, I can see Mm. that I have been busier. I've been more hectic. Life has been more hectic. And it's brought up, it's showing me in a more amplified way these emotions that want to be felt or these things that want to be tended to because this hecticness (laughs) um, is kind of amplifying that experience. It's easier to feel more peaceful when life is less busy. Well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, let's look at that. Because as I was learning, I'm like, this is, maybe we can find this wherever we are.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Because even as you were saying, I was like, you know, isn't it incredible how, I mean, this are, these are just our experiences but how mm. isn't it incredible just like how we can kind of shift when we get in the now, mm. no matter what's happening, whenever we get back into the present moment that then, then there afterward, it, it's calmer until the next moment and the next moment and you're in the next moment. And, you know, because, Although I have, like this morning, I've been pretty busy. You know, my schedule looks different. I actually have a couple different things going on right now. I've been more busy than I have been in the last three years, kind of, in a way. And this morning when I sat down to meditate, I recognized that I was really in a moment of peace And it was in my meditation that I felt peace. And it's just very interesting to me how the rest of the day has gone. Mm. It has been a little hectic, not gonna lie. My attention was kind of grabbed in different places and I wasn't necessarily, there was moments where I wasn't like focused. But I think that this brings, all of this brings this back to this quality of the gift of being self-assured. It's like mm. this this deep knowing that in whatever moment you are in, like that you will be okay. This self-assuredness of like, I'm here and I'm with this and that's it, this mm. is it. There's no good, there's no bad, there's no, but there's capacity, capacity to just be in it, whatever it
1: is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's our mind that tells us that we need to be stressed because it's so busy. Uh, It's the mind that gets attached to those stories of chaos and overwhelm. Uh, Yeah. feel pretty present. Me too. I noticed myself relax a lot more through this conversation. At the start I felt like a bit of this pressure and this overwhelm. Um. Yeah. yeah. But that's life, isn't it? There's always going to be different ebbs and flows, and um, it will always ebb and flow, and there's always going to be seasons of busyness and seasons of stillness, and like, can we still find presence and calm amongst it all? Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: I think we can yeah for sure well I think that wraps up the 20th yeah yeah (laughs) so if anybody has any um, any feedback or just kind of insights of what this, this energy is like for yourselves like I mentioned Hannah and I don't have this this gate frequency however we do have a divine throat so I feel like a lot of a lot of it was still very relatable to our our experiences. Um but yeah, until next time guys. Thanks for watching. Peace. <laughs>